Welcome to Tripod Trivia Night. Thanks for joining me for this weekly sports quiz to test your knowledge, pick up some pub ammo, and have a bit of fun all over five rounds under 30 minutes. Brought to you by myself, Jake Wynn, with partnership, in partnership with Top Sport. We're going to get straight into it, but housekeeping from last week. Appreciate a lot of people had fun, so we're back to have another crack. I already made one mistake. I am the researcher, the um, one-man band here, and I made one mistake in the questions last week. Told you three different countries had won the women's and men's FIFA World Cup, but it was my error. Brazil has been a runner-up in the women's, never won it. So the answer was two, not three, just Spain and Germany for those playing at home. And Marcio caught this out, and I've thrown him straight in the major prize draw. So there's two ways to get in the major prize draw. Remember, we got Magic Round tickets, jerseys, tripod merch. If you're the first to answer the who am I correctly, and if you catch an error in any of the questions and you're the first to alert me, I'll throw you in the major prize draw as well to keep me honest. All right, let's get straight into it. Round one, and it's always five questions. And the answer for this one is just going to be which city are these stadiums? So the topic is stadiums. Again, 25 points up for grabs tonight. Can anyone achieve GOAT status, which is 22 or better? Round one, five questions, one point per question. So score on your own. Keep your score and let us know. And you only need to come up with the city. And the first question is, which city has the Santiago Bernabeu Stadium? The answer is Madrid, the home of the 14-time European Cup slash Champions League winners. And I see some people got that in the comments. Well done. Question two, which city is home to Allegiant Stadium? And the answer is Sin City, Las Vegas which you should know because it's going to host the Roosters, Seagulls, Rabbitohs and Broncos in March 2024. And that's a few weeks after it will host the 2024 Super Bowl. It's a state-of-the-art stadium, 60,000 seats adjacent to the Las Vegas Strip, only opened four years ago. So my next question, is anyone going? And if so, can I come? Third question, which city has the bird's nest? How many people remember this from the 2008 Olympic Games? This was the host stadium in Beijing. I see at least one person got it. A couple people, well done. Some private accounts and I can see Nate got it there. And from memory, Nate is the other person that got in the major prize draw last week. Question four, which city would you find Fenway Park? So pretty iconic stadium and home to the Boston Red Sox in Boston. They, of course, play in the Major League Baseball. People knew that. Chicago, no. Boston is correct. Plenty of people got Boston. Well done. Last question of round one. Which city would you find the Narendra Modi Stadium? 
Haven't seen a correct comment come in yet. Maybe that was a tough one, but it is in Amenabad. Maybe you knew it was India. Maybe you could tell by the name it was uh, one of the Cricket World Cup stadiums. Not just any stadium. This is officially the biggest stadium in the world. Uh, it holds over 130,000 and it will host the final of the Cricket World Cup. That was round one, guys. So comment your score so far out of five, if you like. And we will crack on and we'll get to... Round two. In this round, you just need five answers. And there may be more than five. There often are more than five answers to the question, but you can score a maximum of five points, depending on how many you know. This week, the topic for name five is Melbourne Cup winners, but it is the last 10 Melbourne Cup winners. So the race ran yesterday. It's pretty topical. I assume most people's memory will serve them well enough to get at least one point. But how many more can you name going back to and including 2014? I'm sure people remember the winner yesterday. I hope a few of you found it. I think it was, well, I was paying just over nine bucks. Hopefully you did back it on Toppy. We do support the show and they've got the best of the best premium product for group ones, which would have been yesterday. Folks, tomorrow, there's another meet on Saturday. You get the best price of the top fluctuation. So hopefully a few people were on it. Uh, let's reveal the answer for yesterday without a fight was victorious let's see the comments a few people have got some winners there so without a fight won yesterday and in the last nine years going in reverse order so starting with 2022 was gold trip very elegant twilight payment vow and declare cross counter rekindling almandon prince of penzance which was famously written by michelle payne and protectionist in 20. 14. Uh, again, I've got the graphics here. So if you're listening to this, you may you can be aware that it might be more enjoyable watching it uh, with the aid of the graphics and the questions written up on screen. Um, but suit yourself. Hopefully people can enjoy that. So see how many points you got out of five for that one. How many of the last 10 Melbourne Cup winners did you guys know? And then add that number of add that score from round two to your score out of five for round one, so you're scoring now somewhere between zero and ten. And we'll move straight into round three, where remember is your opportunity to get into the major prize draw. Someone's gone in right now. It's always going to someone who is playing along live with me. And round three is who am I? Give one clue at a time. You score five points if you guess correctly after the first clue. The amount of points you get is minus one for every extra clue you need. But you can have a guess after each clue and there's no deduction for being wrong. You just get one shot per clue. Let's get into who am I. Remember, the first person that comments correctly, I'm not going to put spoilers up, but we'll review it afterwards. First correct comment 
is in straight into the major prize draw. And the first clue is I scored 2,418 points in the NRL. Clue number two, I represented New South Wales, I represented Australia, and I represented the nation of my birth. Clue three, I played on the wing and scored 159 tries in the NRL. Question, uh, clue number four, I should say. I played all 317 of my NRL career games for the Canterbury Bulldogs. So again, for example, if you uh, just nailed it then, you got two points, right? Five points for getting it straight away, then four if you needed the second clue, three if you needed the third clue, and we're down to the fourth clue, so that was worth two points. Hopefully most of us know it by now, but the final clue, in case you need it, I was born in Lebanon. How many people got it? I'm going to scroll back. I saw a few correct answers there. Uh, the first guesses in were Thurston, Slater, but Cambogheny Collins had Hazamel Masri, which is correct. So Hazem, he did actually play one test for Australia back in 2002 against New Zealand and played once for the Blues in 2007 as well. But you may not remember that too well. You probably remember more so he represented Lebanon and the Doggies scored a lot of points. In fact, he held the NRL record for most points scored until he was surpassed by Cam Smith. And so far, Cam Smith's the only person that has surpassed uh, 2,418 points put up by Hazem. What a career he had. Let's roll straight into... <music> round four. And the topic is rules. And it's just five questions again, one point per question. And the first question is... How many players are on the field per team in the AFL? I saw someone jump the gun, but that was before I said per team. So you can guess again. And I think based on the number I saw pop up, you knew it. Plenty of people did. So 18 on the field with uh, four on the bench as well per team. How many points do you score for a perfect game in 10-pin bowling? And plenty of people knew that one as well. Well done, Damien. 300 you score, which consists of bowling 12 straight strikes. Third question for round four, which is all on rules. What happens if a soccer player removes their shirt after scoring? How many of us knew that? Yellow card is correct. So 
That rule's been in effect for about 20 years now. I think 2004, FIFA implemented that. And I remember even in the World Cup just last year, Abubakar scored for Cameroon against Brazil. He scores the winning goal. He can't help himself. He takes his shirt off. They still had to survive a couple of minutes in injury time with one less player because he had already uh, received a caution. So can have real ramifications, but they've stamped it out of the game for the most part. Question four. In the PGA Tour, what happens if a golfer signs their scorecard with an incorrect number of strokes in their favour on any hole or forgets to sign their scorecard? I tell you, golf's got a bunch of funny rules. I didn't want to get too obscure, um, but here's one of them that has come into play. Correct, Damien, disqualified. And it has happened. People have been disqualified from a tournament. Uh, if the score, I said, was in your favour, if they mistakenly sign a scorecard with a greater number of strokes on any hole, then they actually have to have the higher score. So the higher number of strokes will stand for their score, even if it's just a mistake. Wouldn't think it should happen much these days. With um, you know, with it being independently scored and with enough scrutiny, but they've got those rules nevertheless. Question five: How many periods are there in an ice hockey game? Any NHL followers? Maybe you watch it uh, in the Winter Olympics. There's plenty of people shooting the answer straight through three. Three 20-minute periods they play in ice hockey, Damien, Chicken Man, Nate, all onto it. So that concludes round four. We've only got one round to go. We are absolutely flying. I guess, as I said last week, a quick game is a good game. We went 30 minutes last week. We're going to be well under that again this week. Uh, but hopefully people are having a bit of fun and learning, picking up a couple of uh, interesting factoids along the way. So you scored from zero to five in round four. Of course, keep tallying up. Again, there's something slightly quirky with my graphics, but your total score would be anywhere from zero to 20 right now, which brings us to the final round. And in the final round, we always ask questions that relate to results from the world of sport from the last seven days. So we talked about the Melbourne Cup yesterday. And without a fight, won not only the Melbourne Cup, but did the double, the uh, Melbourne and Caulfield Cup double. So my question is, when was the last horse to win both the Melbourne Cup and Caulfield Cup double in the same year? And people are onto it. And I see this Facebook user. I know it's it's because this uh, show is going live into the Tripod Facebook group and people commenting on that might not have given permission for their profile name to get shown on a public video. So there's ways around that. If you find this uh, video, you can find it just on the public Tripod page. And if you comment there, your profile comes up if you care. If you want the credit, you do need that to be able to get in the draw. So it was ethereal. So I asked people to remember Melbourne Cup winners a little while ago, 2001, though. So we're going back 23 years. Might and Power pretty famously did it in 1997 as well. Did the Melbourne Cup, Caulfield Cup double? Question two. 
what is Australia's biggest ever loss in an international rugby league? Thanks to my kind friend there, but I can tell you that's definitely uh, incorrect, saying I look good. And sure, plenty of us can remember this one. Might be still stinging, or you might be a very happy Kiwi because on the weekend, New Zealand demolished Australia 30-0 in Hamilton, and that was Australia's biggest ever loss in, I don't have it in front of me, in 130 years of rugby league. That was Australia's biggest defeat. The previous was to New Zealand. They lost by 24 points. I can't remember it too well. In uh, 2005, Australia did lose by 24, but 30-0, uh, that was an all-timer. I'm sure I saw a bunch of people putting up 30-0. So, again, you kind of the big clue was that uh, it happened in the last seven days, as did the conclusion of the Major League Baseball World Series. And I just want to know, have you been paying attention? Can you tell me who won? the 2023 World Series. It was the Texan Texas Rangers. Damien got it. Someone else, Texans. Someone else, no clue. And Chicken Man said 118 years. So what's the math on that? Since 1908, right? So... Thanks for that. Um, that was Australia's biggest ever loss. And then question three, the answer, Texas Rangers, they just defeated the Arizona Diamondbacks 4-1 in the World Series. I'm curious, oh, is everyone okay with it being called the World Series when baseball is played in other countries like Japan? I know they uh, deem the winners of the NBA championship are world champions or NFL can be called a um, world championship. I guess it's an American thing. Um, fair enough, they probably do play it at the highest level, the clubs over there. Chicken Man's hitting me now saying 105, 115. So now you're just messing with me, Chicken Man. Nate says, world champion of what? Uh, question, who scored the most ever runs in a one-day international batting second? So in a run chase, which player scored the most ever runs? Ryan makes a good point. We don't call it the NRL world champs, although um, St. Helens came down and um, and did beat Penrith earlier this year, so we probably wouldn't have a right to say that right at the moment. So most ever runs by an individual batting second should be pretty fresh in the memory. The Absolute says the big show, as does Ryan, Chicken Man, Damien, Glenn Maxwell. Just this morning, 201 runs uh, overnight, really, rescuing Australia, who was 7 for 91 against Afghanistan, chasing 292. And the big show comes out. And there was a bunch of records, like I said, most ever runs in a second innings, uh, most ever runs by an Australian in a one-dayer, most ever runs by a player who didn't open the batting. Uh, largest ever eighth wicket partnership. So I talked about that before in last week's show, all these runs records tumbling, um, but that was something to see this morning. Last question for the night. Who was the number one overall draft pick in the 2023 NBA draft?
And if you follow the NBA, you might pull me up and say that didn't happen in the last seven days. But nevertheless, Victor Wembanyama was taken first overall by the San Antonio Spurs. And it is topical, although that was back in June, because NBA tipped off the last couple of weeks. And Wemby's already setting the NBA on fire at 38 a few days ago, his fifth ever career game. And I bring him up too because even if you don't follow NBA at all or, or regularly, this is one of those guys that I think is going to transcend the sport and will be well-known around the sporting world. Uh, if you've got any casual interest, that's the last tip I'll leave you with tonight. Check out some Wembenyama highlights on YouTube because he's built in a lab to play the sport. He's so tall, so long. So smooth. He's got all the skills. He glides. Um, he's a superhuman. So that's been exciting. One of the exciting aspects of the NBA this season. So remember the name, Victor Wembanyama. That was for the 25th available point in tonight's tripod trivia. So how'd you go in that last round, last seven days? You had zero to five points. And then that would bring your total to anywhere from zero to 25 so again if you've scored 22 plus i'm calling you goat sports trivia knowledge i actually relaxed these brackets just slightly because the feedback i got was that the questions are pretty challenging but hey well, well we want a bit of a challenge and hopefully even if you don't get them all right um you pick up some interesting facts that um, are going to serve as good ammo at the water cooler at the pub um if you didn't spell Wembenyama, that's all right. But he's, yeah, he's getting that big that everyone's going to need to remember. So 22 plus is GOAT status. 17 to 21 is All-Star. 13 to 16, I'm calling you champ. You still got more than half. You're still doing well, 13 to 16. 8 to 12 is Grasshopper. You're getting there. And 0 to 7 is Participation Trophy. So let us know in the comments how you went. Let us know uh, if you had any fun. Give us your feedback. I really appreciate it. Thank you for playing with me. Drop a friendly like on the video if you did enjoy the show. Share it with your mates to challenge them, see if they can top your score. And I'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Lego.